0: Hi everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. <clears throat> Today I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Ryan from Washington College. Welcome, coach.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. Now to to those not familiar, Washington College is not in Washington State nor is it in Washington D.C., although you're pretty close. Uh <laughs> o- over there in Maryland across the Bay Bridge. Um uh, nice division three men's program. Congrats. Uh, we're talking here in January. You guys had a terrific season, uh, this past year, make, making it quite far in the NCAA tournament. I think knocking off what four 20, top 25 teams on your way, uh, on your way there in the tournament. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, we're talking in January. It's, it's, uh, Showcase time, right? I'm assuming you're you guys are out and about. So, what what's kind of your timeline uh, in terms of recruiting? I'm mis- is the class of 24 locked and loaded, and you're working on 25s, or are you looking at it all at 26s? Like, what does that look like for you guys in your recruiting timeline?
1: Sure. Um, so we're. Um... Really trying to lock down the twenty twenty four class right now. That's the the primary focus. Um, we've got a really good pool of players, and um, now is that prime time of when when guys are getting um, admitted to the school, figuring out the financial aid uh, package. We're maybe depending where they are in the process. I mean, some guys we've started talking to as sophomores or juniors. Some guys just came on our radar recently. Um, some some. Some guys are moving faster. Some are a little bit slower in the process. So um, everybody's a little bit different. But in general, um, now is is prime time for getting admitted, getting your financial aid package, all those things. Uh, this year, with FAFSA uh, being completely revamped, that's that's delaying seemingly everything. So um, you know, I think I think this spring we're you know it's it's going to be late before we're, we're finalized. Um, and and even though it's kind of late in the process now, there's still guys who are coming on our radar that we're, we're having to look at. So um, that's where we are. And every weekend is, is you know, three or four different showcases. So um, the calendar is 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 packed.
0: Well, sp- speaking of those showcases, I mean, looking at your roster, you guys got a lot from the Maryland, Delaware, you know, mid-Atlantic region. Um, so what, what are showcases that you guys kind of have – got to get to every year what are, what are some of the ones that you enjoy the most making sure you attend
1: yeah so we're we're in a good location in the mid-atlantic because um there's a lot of um good clubs in the area and a lot of showcases in the dc uh area in philadelphia area uh, new jersey so those are all you know short short drives for us um where we are right now and we're I'd like to be generally is a more strategic and surgical approach to recruiting. So we will go to a Jeff cup um, last year, I went to surf cup. So some of those bigger events are like an EDP, you know, showcase at, at Tuckahoe or something like that, where there's 20 to 30 fields. We, we will go to those. Um, but uh, I prefer to be a little more, as I said, surgical with it and go see players who we've been talking with, um, and and see players play multiple times and really dive into a game rather than just catch a half here, catch a half there, and more of kind of a fishing expedition. Um, so um, all those showcases are on our calendar, but we're we're really interested in the guys who are really interested in us. So if that means, you know, we go see them at, at, at a, you know, club training or a, a, a club scrimmage or just a one-off club game, we'll, we'll definitely do that. Um, as long as it's, you know, within within reasonable driving distance, of course. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of uh, our approach to, to recruiting. Uh,
0: What about camps? It seems that ID camps and clinics, you know, really taken off in terms of, of being an integral part of, of a program's recruiting efforts. So do you guys host your own? Do you and the rest of your staff work other ones? What, what does that look like for you guys?
1: Yeah, we, we do, um, one day ID clinics in, um, in the fall and the spring. And then we have a big summer residential camp that we host, um, we've hosted it for the past, I think five years. And um, we'll invite a lot of other colleges to it as well. So I think we have somewhere between 20 and 30 other schools and colleges um, and attendance. And um, that's a big event for us uh, because we get to, not only do, do the recruits get to come to campus, experience the campus, the facilities, the food, all of that. Are um, a lot of our guys work that as staff, and um, you know help help the guy the, the the recruits get from the field to the dorms and, and what have you, and just be a, a contact and resource for them. And so they get a chance to interact with our guys. Our guys get a chance to interact with them. We get to train them and coach them on the field. Uh, so it's really a an important inve- event for us. Um, to bring in, you know, the top guys that we're interested in, and also get a chance to see other guys who who might not be on our radar yet. So that's sort of the the main kind of culminating event for us. Um, and with the timeline, that's you know often that's when um, you know if we've been going through the the typical process with the recruit, we've already been to see them play, we've already talked to them. Now they're coming to campus. Uh, it's ticking a lot of our boxes and progressing a guy along that recruiting line to where we're we're ready to uh, to uh, start planning on offers so uh, that's a big event for us in the summer
0: yeah it sounds like a really a great event um well whether it's at that event at a showcase and anything else like that what factors really tie into whether or not you make that offer whether it's on the field ability off the field ability what kind of things are you really looking for in a player um
1: i think um a really important thing for us is is um you know do do we like the guy? do we think he's a good character a hard worker? um is this someone who's gonna fit in with the team um that's that's sort of a non negotiable piece um, you know we we think that um if there's aspects and there are to every player aspects that we can help a player with in terms of the, the soccer side of things or um, aspects that you know our strength and conditioning coaches can help in terms of physical development um, then you know we can we can help a player you know get to the level they need to be to be successful for us um, the, the character piece is is a little bit uh, more difficult and so you know that's what we're looking for um, guys who are ambitious and eager and, and just good guys uh, will be successful in our program so that's one thing that we're very, you know, um, keen on, um, in terms of playing ability, uh, smart players, um, guys who make good decisions, who have a good sort of tactical sense of the game. Um, and then it's really after that, it's, you know, can they play at our level just in terms of general ability? And then after that, we're looking at key qualities. Okay. What does this guy do better than other guys who may be competing in that position or other guys in the class. Uh, what is that one special thing that they do? And it could be anything from, you know, uh, striking a, a a dead ball, you know, a free kick specialist. To it could be leadership. You know, it could be someone who's just a, a captain on the field. It could be any anything. Um, and then we we start to you know formulate. Okay, how can we take this guy with these key qualities and start to plug him into the team? Um, so those are some of the things that that we look for when we're recruiting. We're not Um, too focused in in general, I think uh, on, okay, we need a a particular profile for a particular position um, because we have guys who play similar positions, but they play it in different ways because they have different key qualities and then we'll adapt and adjust our our tactics and our strategy accordingly. It's more about, you know, is this a a high quality player? Are they a a very intelligent player in terms of their decision-making and game awareness? And then what are those, those special key qualities that they have?
0: Okay. Well, you mentioned players are starting to get uh, admitted and financial aid packages and all that. And, you know, I know parents get a little worried about D3 schools because a lot of them are, are private and, you know, they, they they don't have those scholarships for sports and they don't know what it looks like. Right. But I'm guessing uh, you might have a different uh, perspective on that. So help, help me out. And I'm not hard, holding you to hard numbers here, but. Just give me an idea of what a typical student-athlete might be walking into uh, from a overall cost standpoint coming to Washington College.
1: Sure. So um, our school is is very ambitious in terms of trying to recruit top students. So if you have good grades and, and you know, so let's say at a 4.0, like a 3.7, something like that, um, and higher – Um, and obviously there's other factors that, that admissions looks at, but, um, let's just say you're a good student, you're going to get a significant merit scholarship. Um, so that's something that we offer. Uh, we also offer robust financial aid packages. So if you have that, that mix of, of need and really high academics, then our school becomes very affordable. Um, and, um, and, uh, our school recently just got a major, um, uh, grant to, to further its, its sort of the coffers in order to attract more, uh, students, high caliber students. So, um, we're investing in, in, in the students we bring in for sure and want to attract really high academic, um, students and the merit awards are there to, uh, to pay for that good work in high school. And what we, what we find is, um, in terms of soccer recruiting, we want to recruit guys who are, are high academic because, the guys we have now are very ambitious academically. Uh, when we bring in smart guys, they're typically, they tend to be smart players as well, which allows us to really push the envelope in terms of our demands tactically of the guys and understanding all the different ways that we can play and all the different ways we can press the team or build out against the team. Um, and then we also know that if we're re- recruiting those smart guys with good grades, a better chance they get it in a better chance they get a... a, a you know, merit award, which means there's a greater chance that they'll end up committing to Washington College. So um, so that all goes hand in hand. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of question marks right now with with FAFSA. I hope it all, you know, works out for everybody and and people who have have need get get what they need. Um, But I know that's a big a big question mark right now. But, um, um, you know, when we talk to folks about, well, what is it going to be? You know, uh, you have to apply um and we accept the common app there's no charge to to applying so you've got to apply and kind of go through that process to really see because we can give you kind of ballpark idea but uh the specifics really come down to the individual uh students and their family situation
0: for sure well no i appreciate that well let's talk a little bit more about the school like i said i'm sure there's folks not familiar with washington college um so you've been there a, a couple seasons now what uh what is it that you love about the school? What are some of the awesome things about the school? Maybe some things we wouldn't even know by going through the website.
1: Sure. So um, the school is, um, it's small, it's quaint. The town is, uh, it's an old um, historic town, Chestertown. It's a beautiful area on the Chester river. Um, and it, it just has a, a, a certain feeling to it. It's a tight, close-knit community. And um I think the, the guys who, who we have really embrace that. So, uh, everybody knows everybody, you know, your professors, we know your professors. Um, and, um, the guys really bond in that, that, uh, type of environment. They get very close. Um, they're close with the alumni as well. So the the whole community is, is very, uh, tight and close knit and, um, really supports each other. So, example of that is when we went to um back in 2021 when we went to boston in the tournament and played against tufts or you know this past season uh when we traveled to ohio or traveled to to uh, roanoke virginia uh, we had a lot of traveling support Uh, current students former students former former players parents um you know anyone someone who went to washington college 30 40 years ago who happens to be in the area i mean it was like the whole Shoreman community came out um and it's not because we have you know thousands and thousands of students every year it's because there's a certain just feeling that um you know you're one of a of of a select few and um you got to support uh the Shoreman when when they're in town or whatever their endeavors are so um it's a it's a really wonderful place um and uh i really like it part of that is the campus it's it's small school like i said but it doesn't feel small the campus is nicely laid out it's, it's beautiful the field our stadium is right in the middle of campus so when we have a 7 p m you know saturday game under the lights on the kib if you're around town you see the lights you hear the stadium it really becomes the center of campus and kind of the center of town a lot of foot traffic because we're in the middle of campus, so it just it just has this feeling to it. Um, and uh, something else that I think is is unique um, or or special that I like is I'm really impressed with the the quality of the guys that we have on the team, and that's credit to to Coach Dungey and the assistant coaches who were at Washington College before I arrived, of just committing to to recruiting really good guys, interesting guys, smart, ambitious um and and developing that culture um of um you know hard work part of that is is uh, something that i i'm pretty sure is is unique to to our program um when we make we make offers to guys we bring in you know um classes of guys we don't cut players so we don't bring in you know 14 and think okay well after preseason we'll we'll bring this down to eight or okay, we brought this guy in, It's he's not panning out on the field like we thought he would, so we're going to cut him and bring in someone else who we think is better. Instead, and it's a bit of a cliche, we describe ourselves as a family, but we treat it like a family. We wouldn't cut a family member. So um, we hold ourselves uh, as coaches responsible for bringing in guys who are going to make an impact on the field and be really good guys for the team. It's on us to do that, and it's on us to develop guys once they arrive. So we don't cut anybody for, um, for any, you know, soccer reasons. Now, if someone does something that would get you kicked out of any team organization, if it's disciplinary or, you know, academically, or there's a pattern of behavior where you're just not contributing to the team, um, that's different, but we, we try to take the approach of, it's not about, um, you know, work hard and train hard based out of fear. It's, it's more based out of love. You want to run hard. You want to work hard. You want to train in the offseason because you love the guys you're with and you have that security that, you know, okay, I'm not going to get cut, but, but if I'm okay with not getting cut, because maybe I'm a starter or whatever, I also don't want my roommate, my best friend getting cut from the team. So there's a sense of security there. And um, I think that's something that's, that's unique to our program.
0: Okay. Well, <clears throat> let's, let's roll it back to say the beginning of October, you're in the heart of the conference season. What's a typical week look like for a player in terms of practice times, class times, game cadence? Just what are they, what would they be in for in a normal week? Sure. So um,
1: we're always practicing either 4 or 6 p.m. Um, and uh, most guys are getting their classes done before that. We don't have too many conflicts with class schedules, Occasionally, occasionally a lab There might be a a conflict where guys, you know, arriving right at 4 p.m. or right at 6 p.m., or they have to leave, you know, 10 minutes early from practice to get to an evening lab or something like that. Uh, But it's usually 4 or 6 p.m. We've got um, a turf field, and that's our stadium field, and we have a grass field as well. So depending on um, the games we have coming up, right, if we're playing away and we're playing on grass, we might be training on the grass field um or if it's a recovery day and we want to you know just go really easier on the guy's legs we might choose the grass field um so either turf or grass depending on the situation if we're trained we're, if we know we have a night game we might try to uh, push the practice to 6 or 6 30 to get closer to that 7 p.m kickoff just so the guys are acclimated to that it's a 4 p.m game then 4 p.m um uh, but yeah it's a it's you know full day of uh, of class um what um is different from high school is you know Instead of going from eight to three guys might have a class and then off for three hours and then another class or two classes back to back. And then four hours off before practice, everybody's schedule is a little bit different and you've got a lot of time on your own, which means you've got to be very responsible with that time. Um, And um, we have lunch with the guys every day. So um, coach, Dunchy and I, and then the women's team is also usually there. We usually, you know, congregate in the same area and we all have lunch together. Of course, everybody is is welcome. So um, other friends that are non, you know, uh, soccer players or, or even non-athletes will join us for lunch, but we always have lunch with the guys and it's a, it's a really uh, good time to connect with them and and just talk about, you know, what's going on in their lives, um, you know, what, what they're studying, what they're working on, or, you know, what the latest uh, Champions League or EPL result was, or, you know who's who's the goat an or Ronaldo or whatever it happens to be um yeah and then we train um typically we play wednesdays and saturdays uh, sometimes we'll do a saturday sunday um or a tuesday thursday game but typically it's it's wednesday saturday and um and yeah we're just preparing for the next game and and, and managing the team so we're either preparing recovering preparing recovering once we get in the full schedule it's it's, that's it, you know, prepare and recover, prepare and recover.
0: That's it. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more about on the field stuff. So you mentioned, you know, you don't like to cut anybody. And and so is there a roster size that you guys find is ideal that you're trying to hit each year? Um. Well, I,
1: you know, I, I think, the, the ideal size you might say is you know 28, you have four classes, seven guys in each class, but be the, the ideal. But it never kind of works out exactly that way. COVID obviously threw everything um, kind of up in the air. And this last year, we had uh, six fifth year seniors, which was tremendous for us because these are um, uh, great guys, great leaders of the program, guys who went through that whole you know, COVID period and kept the team going, stayed connected, kept working hard. Um, and then were significant guys in the 2021 season where we went to the sweet 16 and won the conference. Um, so they, it was really um, special to have them this year on the field and off the field to, to continue to to pass that kind of institutional cultural knowledge down to the new guys coming in. Uh, so we ended up having 33 guys this year um which um I think in in a situation like ours where we've got really good leadership it's 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 um manageable um uh, I think as next year's the last year of covid and that number w- might start to go down but at the same time um you know with our success we're we're getting a lot more interest from guys and so I think there's you know another you know influence in that direction too where we are getting a lot of Really good guys who are interested in the program, so you know that might open up a few more, a few more spots as well. But right around thirty is probably ideal.
0: Okay. Well, one of the things that that I noticed when when looking at the the team website is uh, the rest of the roster, aka the staff. Uh, you guys seem to be blessed with with a good number of of coaching staff. Uh, so. What does that look like? What is everybody's roles? Are there other athletic department staff that help out with the team? Kind of, kind of. What does that look like? Sure. Yeah, we've got um, we've got a, a great group. Um, so uh,
1: Roy Dunchie is is the head coach, and when when Roy started almost a decade ago, uh, Jeff Rhinel, one of our volunteer assistant coaches, was there with him. So he's been part of the program since the beginning uh, with Coach Dunchie. Um He focuses more on goalkeeper um, uh, specialty, uh, James Bedrock is an alumni of the program. He also does goalkeeper, uh, specializes in goalkeeper work. So, you know, during the week, um, you know, one, sometimes both, but one of those guys will be there to, to give particular, you know, focus and attention on our goalkeepers. Um, we have Dr. Uh, Bowen who is a former head coach of the program. Um, fascinating guy. He's, a um, uh, a vet uh, veterinarian he's he focuses on um breeding racehorses, and he's got a farm on the eastern shore and he's got uh, so much history with with the college um and, and family in the area and he's a great influence and and um a uh, great guy to have around the team as well um we've got a couple of recent alumni who, who want to get into coaching and so they stay, connected with us and we'll, we'll come to trainings and, um, you know, do a little bit of, um, uh, you know, scouting in the areas they're working with clubs and telling us who they think is a good player and all that. Um, so they stay connected to the program as well. Um, outside of, of just kind of the, the, the team, the coaching staff, we've got, um, strength and conditioning coaches. So we're lucky that Washington college has full-time strength and conditioning staff who work with our guys in the off season. Um, and we've had a, a couple of different ones over over the years. They've been fantastic. Really good communication with them. Uh, Nikki Crouch is our athletic trainer. Uh, she was new this year. Um, it was great to have her on board. She she had previously um, worked in MLS, so that was great. She you know really wanted to work with the men's soccer program, so it was great to have her join us um, and help us, um, especially as we hadn't playing into December, a long season, so uh, her help was critical when guys started to get beat up. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, um, that's the staff. I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. Um, (laughs) and we've got a, you know, a really supportive just overall, our athletic directors really supportive of our program and what we do. Oh, also mentioned, and this is, might be who you said you met down in in Sanford, uh, Tom Riley, who's the women's coach. Um, he's been, he's been, you know, best friends with, with coach Dungey for, since they were youth. And um, so it's, it's um, we're often in each other's office, bouncing ideas off of each other. He's a great guy and a great coach and his assistant Megan is fantastic as well. So um, yeah, it's a, A lot of people, but it's a you know, it's a team effort. So
0: yeah. No, I uh I interviewed Tom just like this uh last year, I think. And uh it must have been must have been Megan that I met in Sanford. But uh okay,
1: perfect. Yeah, yeah. But
0: but but all good. Well coach, you've been generous with your time. I just got one last Uh question for you. Uh it's you know, if there was one piece of advice, one one little nugget of information that you wish any player, parent, anybody going through this college soccer recruiting process uh something that they should know what would that be um
1: i i would encourage players and parents to really find the right fit find the fit for you that um is not just about well you know can i check off that i played at a certain level or at a certain school but what is the best fit for you as a player as as an athlete um and and socially as well I think that, you know, what, what I'm very happy about with our program and what I experienced as a former player myself is the the relationships you carry forward, right? Are you still close with the guys you played with 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? W- what are those relationships? That's what carries on. You know, the, the results are, are good, but you know, the games get fuzzy, but the, the relationships you develop, I mean, these should be your best friends. Um, and so if you find a school that's the best fit for you, um, then I think you have a better chance. It's more of a, a transformational experience than just a transactional experience, you know? Um, so that's what I encourage. And how do you do that? Uh, you got to go and, and visit the schools, meet the coaches, um, talk to them, talk to the players, really get a sense and not be so caught up in, well, you know, what can I post on social media? Um, because it's not just, that's not, where you commit to is not the the goal is not the end it's where are you you know during that four years and then for the 40 years after that so
0: absolutely couldn't agree more well coach really appreciate it congrats again on a great season Thank you. uh and and hopefully you can get back there next year uh, we'll keep an eye on it and and see how you we'll guys try. do all right thanks Thank Coach. Take much. care. appreciate it take care The Discover College Soccer podcast is sponsored by VO. VO is the number one AI camera solution helping players capture college recruitment videos. Check out their new starter and family options by clicking on the link in the description or visit Discover College Soccer to learn more.